This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Revelation chapter 12. Before we take our seats, those who are here and those who stayed at home because of Carol, hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Every time I put around with David, so everybody just stay back because that's the only one they want to come for. Um, the Bible says, The one is so your sin. Indeed, we don't, we told you, for you don't know which one. You don't know when God will speak to you. All right. Are we there? Let's read from verse, a very popular verse. Let's start from 10 or three popular verses. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now is salvation come and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. So there is someone that accuses brethren. Which accuse them. How often? Day and night. Next verse. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto death. Please, before we sit down, let's read the second one. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Let's start from verse 4. Or from, from verse 3. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Glory to God. Something is happening in the spirit realm right now. Let's start from verse 3. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war. We don't fight any physical person. This will lead me probably either next week or first part of January to begin talking about the spirit of Jezebel. We walk in the flesh. We do not walk after the flesh. Jezebel is not limited to female gender. It represents just three things. Witchcraft, intimidation, spiritual attack. Domination, suppression, intimidation, accusation. But that's not for today. For though we walk, we do not walk after the flesh. And the Bible says, next verse, For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of wealth. Next one. Casting down imaginations and every high things. How many people that your translation says casting down arguments? Do you have arguments in your Bible? If you do, let me see your hand. Your Bible says argument instead of... Uh, okay, your Bible says argument. That's actually a better word. Bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. God bless you, can have your seat. Bringing into captivity every thought. Okay. Is the nature of the shaitan word. Sorry, media. Uh, sorry, Sam. You just have to manage it like that. All right. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. And the Bible says, be ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is complete. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against power, against rulers of darkness of this world, against wicked spirits in the heavenlies. These scriptures, they talk about the fact that something goes on 
beyond what we can see. But there is a part of it I want to share with us this morning. Because I will touch on this a little on Wednesday and they will set the stage for us for next year. Both God and Satan, they operate through thoughts. Or their will, the will of God or the will of Satan, they come to pass on earth through thoughts. When I was leading the leaders in prayer this morning, I mentioned one of my friends, or should I say my dad's friend actually, but I, that Robert stopped them, shot the first person, shot the second person, shot the third person. And he was about to shoot, and the leader of the gang said, I know we can't, we just leave. Now, they thought that came to the robber's heart that we have killed enough people, save that man. When God wants to walk, and when Satan wants to walk, what they both do many times is that their will is sown as a thought in the spirit realm. That thought highlights on somebody who executes them. Is somebody with me? Amen. And then you have heard me talk about the court of heaven. Daniel chapter 7. And several scriptures in the Bible talk about the Father. There are courts in heaven. Now, this is what happens. And the aspect I want to focus on today. Why we use the blood of Jesus to fight. And why we cast down arguments. Is that number one. The Bible said the accuser of our brethren. Who accuses them before our God day and night. Number one. That tells you straight away. That no physical person is to accuser. Because this accuser of the brethren. Is not accusing the brethren on earth. The Bible said, before our God. Before our God. There is a name that I don't want to go to, Hebrew name, given to that accuser of the brethren. But it means that somebody who legally comes before God to show a legit reason. Why? But the worst part of it is this. Because God is not going to change his mind about you. But remember, God is just and his throne is establishing justice and righteousness. This is the reason why the blood of Jesus speaks mercy over us. And if you don't know how to deploy this weapon, uh, there will be voices against you in the spirit. Now, the worst part of this is that how people perceive you and how you perceive yourself, they are a function of the loudest voice over your head in the spirit. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. We worship you, our God. Be praised. Thank you, Lord Jesus. First, uh, second, second Samuel thirteen. Second Samuel thirteen. I want to show you something. Uh, I do intend to stay long, but I just want to show you something. L let's just start this way. It came to pass that Absalom, the son of David, had a fierce sister, whose name was Tamar, and Ammon, the son of David, loved her. Some of you know the story, how Ammon raped his own sister. Ammon was David's firstborn. Now, verse 2, Ammon was so vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and Ammon thought it hard to do anything to her. Next verse. But Ammon had a friend. Whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother. And Jonathan was a, Jonadab was a very subtle man. Next verse. And he said, why are you sick? And he said, because I love my sister. Next verse. He told him what to do. Pretend as if you are sick. 
this way, so the guy pretended as if he was sick. But I want to call you and tell you about some time. We'll skip verse 13. When the sister finally brought the food to the house, Ammon grabbed her and he said that, please, I want to have an intercourse with you. And she said, no. In those days, remember that Sarah was Abraham's half-sister. People could marry their half-brother or half-sister. So the lady said, stay in verse 13, please. said, don't do this. As for me, he said, you are going to be one of the, like a fool in Israel. Now, therefore, I pray thee, speak to the king. He will not withhold you from me. Why don't you just talk to our father? You are the firstborn. We are not from the same mother. My dad will allow you to marry me. But the guy said no. And you know, as soon as he finished raping her, the Bible says he hated that. Now, when you read story like this, begin with the fact that Ammon and Tamar grew up in the same house. One year, two years, five years, ten years before now. No thought crossed Ammon's heart. At least this was not the first time of seeing his own sister. I suppose Ammon was about 30, about this time. Maybe the sister 22 or 23 or 21. There was a time she was 20. He was 29. She was 18. He was 28. Why did he ever occur to him? They thought at the beginning, there was a day, something came on Ammon. Ammon. And the same lady he had seen for a long time suddenly became somebody that should be raped. Even when the girl put the option of marrying her on the card. See, this is why I pray for single ladies a lot. They lose, I have seen offices where a very, this is why, where we are going to ask you, pray the blood that you speak. You clear your part in the spirit. I have seen in this show that the most promiscuous boss just refused. A thought just occurred to the guy that just don't touch this one. Go for other girls. I can give you examples of ladies who have worked with chronic humanizers and it never occurred to the man. You will begin to understand that thoughts are manipulating the spirit realm. And that somebody can be like this. But when there is a voice of mercy and of the blood over you, he will just think. He can begin to think, okay, let me leave her for two years. Only for that two years before it expires, it's transferred. Let me just leave him for now. Let me just leave him for now. The way I told you a story of a landlord that had a tenant. She was a very poor widow. And the man hated the father. She was always praying and calling upon Jesus. And one day this lady woke up with her two children. Honestly, no food to eat. There was a broken part of the window. Landlord was staying up on the staircase. And he heard them praying that, Lord Jesus, give us daily bread. Give us bread. And the little son carried the prayer verse was crying, Jesus, give us bread. And the boy that were praying. And the landlord, a very, very wicked man, went to market and bought bread. And he threw it inside, through that hole. And he sat down with his friend. He started laughing. He said, I heard them pray for bread. I bought bread for them. He said, you will hear them say, Jesus gave them bread. I gave them. Who is the fool? You see, this is how God can make a, someone that thinks he's wise to be a fool. Do I care? I pray for bread. I have bread. You are the fool here. Who allow? 
And the son came in the evening, they were drinking and they were laughing. He said, these Christians, they are so stupid. He said, they were praying to God for bread. I threw bread inside, they were rejoicing. They thought God gave them bread. I gave them bread. <laughs> he has not read that God used raven in the Bible. Raven was a bird that was a very stingy bird that does not share his food with any. God didn't see any other bird to use. So God just looked at the wicked man and said, you know what, you are the one that will feed them. I take pleasure in worshiping. I take pleasure. Amon, why? When Amon was, she was trying to tell Amon, brother, don't. But the guy, why? Before that time, David had opened the window. When they sinned against Bathsheba or against Uriah, killed Uriah, took his wife, he left a door open. And demons, but the demon did not go to any of his son to punch him. He started with thoughts. The moment the father opened the gate of hell, a thought just occurred to the boy. Somebody that up to last month, he still saw her as his sister. Now, he became somebody turning him on. Mm. There is a way a good man can stray with a maid. When there's an opening. But you see, what I just, what I'm doing on this morning, results will be poor in life. If the voices keep talking, I showed them an example. I showed them an example. Interestingly, Pilate was bent on freeing Jesus. His wife had told him that she had a dream. Don't have anything to do with this man. You know, he washed his hands and said, I don't, I'm not part of this. But the Bible said the voice kept going louder. Crucify him. Crucify him. Even Pilate at a point was helpless. He just said, why? He said, what did he do? Pilate was trying to find the way out for Jesus. He proposed, he bought the most terrible criminal, Barnabas. That maybe if I do, if I use a decoy. He said, okay, here is Barnabas or Jesus. And they said, Barnabas free. This one must die. And the all race, when I saw the film, they were slapping women who were trying to say that, don't crucify him. So the prevailing family just said, well, that's it. You know, it is possible for a beautiful lady, if there is an issue up there, the only person you attract is the one that wants to sleep with you, not the one that loves you. Not the one that wants to be with you. And the same one who just wants to sleep with you and does not want to be with you, is pursuing someone else to want to marry that one. There is a problem. The accuser loves to rob things on people so that how people see you will be faulty. And when people see you in a faulty way, it's like a person wearing the wrong garments. You look for help. When it's your turn, nobody responds. It's a function of how people perceive you. And you know what? Even you, there are people you have an opinion about shown by someone else that you have not really met. That the day you meet the person, you are going to change your mind about what you have always believed about them. The Lord will not go about and change everybody's opinion about you. But when you engage the blood, the people that matter, who are killed, who are lined up on your path to destiny, they will align. They will have the right perception of you and give you the right hand of fellowship. Mm -hmm. 
Is somebody hearing me? Praise the Lord. Isaiah 54, verse 17. They overcame him how? Again, how? And by what? How often does he accuse them? Day and night. You must clear the atmosphere over you day and night. You know, believe me sincerely, thoughts and words of men, they are powerful. And when people speak, a situation is created. No weapon that is formed against this shall prosper. What's the next thing there? That straight away will let you know that most of the weapons will be in form of tongue. No weapon formed against it shall prosper. Every turn out. Maybe the part we'll go to next week is the fact that actually the way your family is and some of the issues going on that you have not allowed new creation reality to take care of will also shape how you think of yourself. And the reason a guy will be alone with a lady in the room and the next thing you will think of is to rape or take advantage of her is a wrong perception of yourself. There's nobody that God created on earth the day you were made that put that evil heart in you. But see, there is what they call the sin of a, the, sin of, uh, uh, the pattern of a bloodline. It is true. Yes. And most people accept they have revelation of the new covenants will repeat the blunders of their parents. Either they amplify it or reduce it, but a measure of it will be found in them. That was why Abraham lied that Sarah, Isaac did the same thing. They will not know when it will just happen. It is true. How you perceive yourself, all the insecurities, all the somebody who can't trust, who cannot, people will blame them on the outside, but it is thicker inside. It's the way it sees. There is a way you see yourself that makes you to interpret life around you the way you interpret life. That even those who want to help you are suspecting them. Somehow you are bent to always think that nobody's honest, everybody's out to get something, and even people that mean well for you, you suspect until you drive them away. When a woman marries that kind of man, she's in trouble. When I watch forensic files. And all these reality shows in America. That's why I like to, when I'm free, when I'm in America, I just like to see for Are you seeing the name of love, how people murder themselves? All because nobody can have you, I don't have you, and then they will over-protect, over-protect, and one day end up killing the person. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I spotted out the word argument from the first day. Anytime you try to advance, Anytime you try to move beyond the level that you are in, argument will start in the spirit. Yes. There will be tongues saying that you should not pass this level. Whereas your prayer is also a voice in the spirit. But there must be the blood of Jesus shutting up every other voice and then crying mercy, progress, and favor over you. But this is how it works. The saints were the ones fighting on that. Angels will only fight on their behalf. I told that if you read that scripture on the surface, it will sound like they overcame by. Bible says, uh, dragon fought and then Archangel uh, Michael fought. 
And the Bible said there was no place anymore for Satan. And that the accuser bear was dethroned. Now, you will think that angels were the one that spread No. Angels were fighting up there because mortal men were saying something down here. Because I told you two reasons that related to the natural does not apply to angels. Number one, the Bible said they love not their life unto death. Angels don't die. So I'm talking about human being. Number two, angels don't plead the blood. What happened in the natural Angels were fighting because some people were pleading the blood. And I told plead the blood does not mean I plead the blood of Jesus. You must begin to say the realities of the blood. Every morning when you wake over yourself and your children, learn to lift up your hands and say that I am sanctified by the blood of Jesus. I have received forgiveness of sin by the blood. So there's nothing between me and the Father. The blood of Jesus speaks better things than blood of Abel. So it's a speaking blood. So over me today, the blood is speaking mercy, is speaking grace, is speaking peace. When you are true, that is the positive side. Then face whatever direction and say that every voice against me in the spirit, every imagination, say, I told them something. Why the Lord will have you shut your mouth at times and keep some things to yourself? If you, are, if you have colleagues who are competing with you in an office and you have just gotten a better offer, if you announce, and many of them, there is beef in the ass to what you are saying. The beef in the ass can sabotage. On earth, you call it thought. Over there, it's a tangible material. Yes. When you ladies who have friends, three, four friends, and you announce something that's about to happen to you, if your friends are not genuine friends, if they are just around you, but they compete with you, that announcement triggers negativity in them that is she the only one, and there, there is a vibe being released that can actually kill that source before it arrives. Except you have a counter miser. <laughs> I, I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. That is how vicious it is by your word you are justified. We rise in life by making sure that there are no barricades on the way. And you do that every day. By the time you speak today, tomorrow, say we put out nothing. Somebody will just say something. Somebody will just assume something. Somebody will just say, so I just showed you from the Bible. The last time I was talking about this, I told you a man was going and Mordecai did not greet him. And he said, I'm going to destroy the entire Jews because of one man. It was not about Mordecai. Till today, Satan is still trying, he has always tried to end the Jews. The Jews. So there will be an opportunity. Thoughts to destroy Jews were sown in the spirit. A man captured it by saying that this one didn't greet me. He's a Jew. I'm going to kill all the Jews. Does that make sense? Someone didn't, didn't greet you. A Yoruba man did not greet you. And you want to kill all Yorubas. That's a direct thought. And this is how it And the guy paid the money. And he was ready to do it. And, it was, and when God was going to defeat him also, God also used thoughts. Yes. When the queen did everything, called Amman for party, and Amman knew that he was in trouble. When the queen said that king, somebody wants to destroy me and my people. And the king said, who is that wicked fellow? He said, is this wicked Amman? And the Bible says, the king said he was disappointed because he loved Amman. Now, he had not determined what to do. When he heard that it was Amman, the king said, in I just turned. I went to stand at the balcony. Maybe thinking about what he would do. And Amman knew he was in trouble. The Bible says he knelt down and he said, Madame Joe, <laughs> my own don't finish. Was begging her. At that time, the king turned and saw him. He thought he wanted to rape her. Oh, yeah. And the king said, 
you will even rape the queen in my palace. And before the word came out of his mouth, the Bible said they covered his head and they went to hang him. Assumption. He was not planning to rape her. Ah, yeah. When Jacob took Esau's blessing, or took the blessing, if it wasn't Esau, he had a contract, he gave it out already. He vowed to kill Jacob. And you know what? When Jacob was coming back, Esau was coming to meet with 400 men. You don't go to greet somebody with 400 men. He was ready to take revenge. But Jacob began to pray in the night. I want to say this to everybody. This is why Jesus said, come unto me all you that labor and I'll give you rest. There are many Christians, you think the more you pray, breakthrough is always eluding you. And you keep thinking, if you can only do more things, after a while, you will wear yourself out. I know people who did 70 days of vigil when they were through nothing. See, prayer is powerful. It's like a loaded gun. A loaded gun, you can miss your targets. It's as good as somebody that does not have a gun. Robbers are standing there, you are shooting here. You are not better than someone that has no gun. You are going to soon waste all the bullets. This is why some people are discouraged. They have done all kinds of vigil. See, that's why you shouldn't miss Wednesday. Go for knowledge. You will know what to aim at. So when people pray, 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 let somebody tell another type of prayer, another prayer meeting online, another prayer, and they think, the more they think, and they don't tell some of us who don't join all this prayer, who don't add that, we... <laughs> it's true. How long can you fast for? It is because many times we are ignorant of our spiritual things, how they function. When you pray about a demon, you should address. You are wasting energy. And the demon will not go. And they will occupy you like that. So keep praying. When you should get up and address something. That's why I'm sharing this with you. The only language that operates there or that, that, that is taken there is a legal term. Jesus also died. And by his blood, there's no voice he cannot silence. I get what I'm saying. But it must come from the mouth of it. It's like every time your matter comes up here, you are like standing in the courts. I am no other defense other than the fact that Jesus died and rose from him. He rose again. You begin to speak about what the blood has accomplished. The blood of Jesus speaks. On that ground, the Father says, discharged and acquitted. All other voices are suppressed and destroyed where the blood is speaking. Oh, there are many good people on that. But the people that should respond to them, somehow Satan misrepresents the identity before those people. And it just never happens. Personally, I've never seen this play out more than in marriage. You wonder why three, four guys are after one lady and she's not as fine as this one and everybody leaves this one. So that's a better character, that's a better everything. There is something blocking her. There's a voice. This is very funny. When we are big, from one of the venues, that's a Pastor Shade's brother-in-law. Yeah, Missy and Kemi were part of the church at the beginning. There was this, the venue we used to, there was this fine Christian at the venue. I don't know why I was stressing any one of them. But see, we had used the venue for almost one year. We were about leaving. When the man was talking to me one day, I don't know what he left out. I just said, so you have Kemi. Probably they are watching. You have Yemisi. Yemisi is the last born. 
Kemi older than Yemisi. Kemi was four years older than Yemisi. I remember that as I was talking to the man, after interacting with us for over a year, for the first time I said something. Uh-uh. He said, no, I thought Yemisi was the older one. I said, Kemi is four years older than Yemisi. Four solid years. The man sat back and he was ready for the first time. If that man maybe was interested in Yemisi, and he felt that for a long time, just assume that since she's, this one is older than Kemi, and he knew Kemi's age. So he just assumed that Yemisi was too old for him. Knowing that she was four years younger, and he only got to know when we're leaving the venue. There are many things. That's why the Bible says, bringing every thought to the obedience of Christ. That means causing them to align with God's will. God's will. People's thoughts and your own thoughts. When we dig very deep, we talk about why you interpret matters the way you interpret it. And your interpretation in life. The two prisoners that Joseph met in the prison, he told them, the Bible said they both dreamt. And the Bible says, every man is dream, and every man the interpretation of the dream. They both saw three objects. One, three baskets, one, three days. And they both told Joseph. And they both had the same. And the Bible says, the interpretation of one's dream was that you are going to be restored to the office. The interpretation of another dream was that you are going to be beheaded in three days. One was lifted in three days. One was executed in three days. It is not about what is going on in life. They catch a sin, how you interpret what is going on. But you interpret according to the personality that you have, which is where you need God to help you. And it's a summation of your thoughts, how you think about life, how you think about people, how you think about God, how you think about Satan. They are the, they are the things that form what you believe. And they affect you. <laughs> is somebody blessed today? Before we get to that, just go home with the Father today day and night, say something about the blood over yourself. Let's just start from that base. Don't just rush out of the house without speaking. Understand that somebody is broadcasting against you day and night. Ah. Why is that so people don't pray and they have money? If they don't pray, they must have money. They are not his target. You are. You represent God in everything you are doing. So you are a target. You think he wants you to be rich? So that you build God's kingdom. If you are a single leader, you become a billionaire. So you go to Allen and rent a house for all these prostitutes there. And begin to get to pray to them. You think he wants you to do that? He would rather give it to the one that will even come to the flashy car in the church and tempt our girls more. I don't know if somebody will understand what I'm saying. Why people are silly questions outside this one does not pray? You don't need to pray to have money. In fact, if you don't pray, you will have it. You are not his target. He will oppose you. If you are smart and you are not bright, you make some money. If you are smart alone as a Christian, smartness alone might not do it. Because you have an opponent. And he does not want you. Christians that have counsel, the day they join to collect bribe in the office, their prosperity multiplied. Wealth were just coming. Once you compromise, Satan will let you go. His fear for you is the fact that you will stand for righteousness. If the likes of you are billions, what are you going to do with it? He has an idea. A money amplifies your personality. 
Do you know how many young ladies I've prayed for? One in particular, ah, of course, I don't describe people and everything. I don't even think her husband will know about it. She's happily married and everything. Well, the time she just came to Lagos, she just told her boss. She needed money for something. And he made sure he demanded for sex. And she was not, she was not a Christian at that time, but she was a good girl. She did. And he passed the money to her. So she was wondering, so you had this money. He says, sir, I cried. Just to give me. No, sex first. Very wicked thing to do. The money was in his, he just pulled out a drawer and gave her the money. He had it all this while. But he must, that's the nature of Satan. Christians who don't know why Christians should be rich, I feel sorry for you. You don't understand what we are dealing with. If I go to some school that I want to pray, they will say no to me. But if you have a school and it's the best, if anybody goes there, you can invite anybody you like. Those are things that it does not want. So you go and build the best TV station. You are playing, playing, playing for free, everything. But then you are putting a message there. You know what it means? One of you should have a filling station now. You already have billions. So you, you are not making money for your filling station. You'll bring the fuel to 100 right now. People queue up there. And as they queue from here to Kenya, you are playing partial last message. Isn't life beautiful? So you think you will want that? No, you won't want that. Thank you, Jesus. I want to stop here. The blood of the Lamb. Every day. Put it in your mouth. And speak even against your background. Voices coming. That in this family we don't go beyond this level. I'm an exemption. I speak freedom. I speak liberty to travel to the highest level. Arguments. Sometimes when you are believing God for something bigger than the normal thing you are used to, the argument will start. It's like the enemy trying to say that, that this is your level. This is your level. Yeah. The Greek word, the uh, Hebrew Greek word used for accuser is also the word from where they derive category. So there is a way it tries to categorize that this is where you belong. And that you cannot rise beyond now. Beyond this way. But in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody out there, you have an outlet, an office. Anytime you try to dream of it spreading around the nation, there are arguments, limitations, oppositions. But as you speak by the blood, God begins to let those voices die, both inside you and inside people's hearts. All of a sudden, you'll see that increases of God, expansion is of God, and that in His name you can expand. Hallelujah. You begin to say to unrighteousness, Why should a lady ask me for help and I'm thinking of sleeping with her? Why should you be alone with a lady and the next thing is to think of what to do to her? If you're a Christian, that's not you. Let those arguments die. This is not me. I will not accept thoughts that the enemy is showing it to me to redefine me other than what the Bible has said about me. You are not that person that wants to cheat somebody else. Let's rise. Thank you, Jesus. The blood of Jesus. 
Lift up your two and say, Father, thank you for the blood. I am sanctified by the blood. I am justified by the blood of Jesus. Lord, thank you for what the blood of Jesus is saying in the realm of the Spirit over me, over my family. I hear peace, joy, protection, prosperity, purity in the name of Jesus Christ. Now say this loud and clear. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus, I render ineffective, I render useless every voice against me, every imagination, every evil will, speaking in the spirit, by the blood of Jesus Christ, you are silenced as far as I'm concerned. As far as, as my family is concerned, as far as this church is concerned, shout a loud amen. amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.